Hi. Hi. Welcome to Sip. Survive. And repeat. Um, oh, here we are. Here we I are. Like your layered necklace look. Thank you. I'm really trying to, I went through my clothes because we're going back in the office now and I rediscovered some new clothes and jewelry that I forgot about. I, okay, this is going to be weird, but I'm thinking of like completely like downgrading my closet yeah. because I only wear like the same things over and over and the rest of it is bullshit. Why is it in my closet? Yep. You know, my husband Todd has a great idea and I'm going to steal from him where he will wear a shirt. Like, let's say you have a thing of polos, not you, not that you and I would have a thing of polos, but I do actually have a lot of polos for riding. For oh, riding. okay. So he will pull, he'll wear them in order. Uh huh. And then when he's done wearing them, you know, put them to the back of the closet, but anything he skips because he doesn't like, he's getting rid of. Ooh. Because you're not you're skipping it for a reason. Well, here's the thing. So I moved into my new place start doing that. in like October of mm-hmm. 2020. And I know for sure what I have and haven't worn since I moved. However many months ago that is. Yep. October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Eight months. There's been eight months. Now, granted, I can't do that to my summer clothes because I haven't worn those yet. But all my winter, like fall, you winter. Know. I know because I was like, I'm not wearing this. Yeah. Get out of my closet. So I think I'm going to really purge. Anytime I buy something new, if I don't have enough hangers, I get rid of something. Oh. That's where I'm at. I'm yeah. at a See, I'm I would just hanger. buy more hangers. See, I was doing that, but now my closet's so packed and it's so annoying. Well, we have two. So we have a, a, cl- a bigger closet attached to our bathroom, and then we have a shoe closet that will someday, when we renovate, will be Todd's closet because we're going to do two closets. But right now we're sharing one, and he said to me, he's like, do you just want the whole closet? And I'll move my stuff into the spare room. And I was like, is this a trick? <laughs> is this like that trick, trick where your wife says, like, do I look good in this? And you're supposed to say yes. And I was like, right. like, no, you can keep your stuff in here. And he's like, no, you can you can take the closet. It's fine. I'll move my stuff. And I was just like, okay. So now I have the whole closet. And it's amazing. Whoa. Oh, God. Don't knock over the plant. The plant named Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, everybody? He's so green. He's so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, anyway. Okay, love it. Uh, I did the opposite of that, though, and went to anthropology and spent <laughs> tons of money on shit I didn't need. But I did find these pants that I really like. But I love their stuff. It's so boho cute mm-hmm. and chic. You know what I really need I to I love do? their candles. Oh. They're big. Oh, yeah. I have one. I have one of those. I splurged on one, and I can't light it because it's so expensive. <laughs> well, that's the dumbest shit ever. I know. I know. I'm waiting till Christmas time because it's Christmas looking. Anyway, sorry. I keep interrupting you. Um, no, I just bought a shit ton of stuff. You know what I need to do is figure out what I'm wearing to Kenny's wedding. I have two old dresses that I might bust out or I might splurge and get a new one, but I feel like they're so expensive. I just want to wear like an old, an oldie book goodie. Yeah. I just, I want to wear an oldie book goodie. I just don't know. I just don't feel confident in any of my current. Then get a new one. Okay. I'll think about it. You have that cute romper that you wore. You went somewhere. Oh, your class reunion. Didn't you wear like a romper? I did not. I wore, that was a dress, but it's. But you were think thinking has, of a romper. Yeah, I was thinking. You of look a, good in a romper. Like you could do some like rompers. A, some rompers, no. because you're tall, so I feel like you. Well, can pull. for my birthday, I'm making. Um, my friend and I. My friend's organizing it because she's amazing. Thanks, Shelly. And I think there's other people involved as well. So thank you to anyone who's helping. Because it's the big. It's the big four. And your birthday's in July. Yeah, Seven Eleven, baby. Ooh, Ooh, girl, she got my open like Seven Eleven. Yep. Mm. And I also, you can get a free slushie on my birthday. Oh. You're, you're welcome. 
<laughs> because it's your birthday. At 7-Eleven. Naturally. Um, so I, uh, we're doing it at a wine bar, the Rocky Ooh, River Wine Bar. Yes. Love that place. Um, and uh, it's the theme, because my friend was like, you need a theme, is dress to impress. Uh, oh, hey. So I'm going to, I want to get a tuxedo jumpsuit. Oh, like a sleeve, like, like from, um, flash dance. Do you remember yes. when she's eating the lobster Yes, and she's wearing just like the bib of a, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Sexy. I feel like a heel or a shoe, your shoe's very important in that. Yes. Of okay. course. Of course. I do have a couple pairs of actual heels that are like sexy. That but I do you want to wear heels all night? I don't give a shit. I'm going to be 40. Okay. I think you should. <laughs> I think you should wear like a red pump with it or like yeah. a nude with like, a cool bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Exciting. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, by the time this comes out, Memorial Day weekend will have just ended. <sighs> but it's going to be nice and cold here in Ohio for Memorial Day. Yeah. I'm ready for it, though. I need a week. I need a week, and we were just talking about, like, where we don't have, I don't have any plans. Yeah. Which is weird for Memorial I, Day weekend. I do have, I have plans. Jenny's busy. Saturday, Kenny Sunday. and I have nothing going on, which mm-hmm. I love. I mean... I'm excited for my plans because it's just like hanging. It's basically just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to my friend's house for one day, and then my friend's parents have an annual picnic, and they didn't have it last year because of the pandemic. So it'll be nice to just like go and. But I have to come up with sides, and or desserts. Oh. To bring to each of these parties, and I'm like not that into it. Oh, speaking of sides, I'm actually working on a Minerva cookbook where I'm from. Yes. Like a classic. I passed Minerva the other day. When Did I you? Sugar cream. So my family has the weirdest, strangest recipes, like pea salad with mayonnaise and Parmesan cheese. It's like a whole thing. It's really good. It sounds disgusting. I'm going to put, it sounds disgusting, but it's surprisingly delicious. It's fine because I just bought salad cream. I think we talked about it. Yes. That, so anyway, side if you need help with the salad yeah. or side dishes, I can help you. Okay. I might need a couple. It, they need to be cold because I don't want to like have to cook them once I get to where i I feel like going. you should try to make the pea salad. Okay. I'll take the recipe for okay. that. It's like real unhealthy. It. Okay. I mean, it has peas in it though. So that part's healthy. Yeah. That's the only thing that's healthy in it. Um, what was I? Oh, I have to do a shout out. Hmm. Hold please. All right. Bex. Bex. Uh, she's I love from, your name. I, I want your name. She is from Manchester and she was, uh, she sent us her review because we don't see the English, uh, UK review. We don't see any from outside the that's United stupid. States. That's stupid. It is so it. dumb. Yeah. Fix it. Apple. So anyway, so I, I am looking at it now. It's a lovely five-star review. So thank you. Thank you, Bex. And, um, we're going to send her some stickers and I told her I'll send you stickers as long as you pass them out to all your friends in Manchester and make them listen to us. (laughs) I'm bribing our listeners now. Yes. Um, and I also wanted to shout out the fact that she has her own business. It's on Etsy. So if you go to Instagram, um, it's at Bex North design and then the link to go to our Etsy store is in the bio. And for those of us that are not great spellers like myself, so that's Bex, like B-E-C-K-S. Uh-huh. North, N as in Nancy, O-R-F as in Frank. Design. And design. Okay. Um, so Bex, North Design. Her stuff is adorable. On Instagram. And then you can go to her Etsy. And yeah, she does prints um, and they're very adorable, cute. Like It's stuff that I would 100% hang on my wall. Like it looks... Like artsy, but yet, yeah, you know, but like cool, but cool, yeah, Ugh. cute, cool, cute. All right, so that's our shout out for this week. Thank you for that. And 
Let's talk about... Oh, before we talk. I'm sorry. This is like the longest intro. I'm sorry. That's okay. I wanted to circle back to my electrocution of my face to get rid of sweating. Oh. (laughs) Wait, can I say the text message I got from Jenny? I electrocuted my face. I'm like, what? I like... I put... Tell them what you did. I'm like, are you okay? It's an electro antiperspirant, and you can get it to put your hands in if you're a hand sweater. I'm your, a hand sweater. Your so. feet if you're a feet sweater. Uh, they have adapters, so you, I basically look like Hannibal Lecter, and I just put this mask Johnny. on my face. It literally. I'm gonna take a picture of it. It's hilarious. Does it work? Yes. However, I failed to read the directions one more time before I stuck it on my face and turned that puppy on, and I definitely turned it like all the way up you said you had like rose cheeks um well when I did that at first it was like going up really slow and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden there was this huge surge of electricity and I felt my body go Ugh. Jenny and I had to turn it down <laughs> that's dangerous you can't get a lot it's not strong I enough know to electric- but-, but I definitely got like lightly electrocuted and, but you can see my cheeks aren't red. I mean, other than the no. like blush. No. So, and your like, skin looks really good. They, they were, were like glowing. They were like burning. I had like, when I took it off, I did have spots because this is where the metal plates sit. Oh my God. So, so like what's here. it supposed to do? Reduce sweating? Yeah. Okay. So I've only done it once. I was supposed to do it again last night, but I just like fucking didn't because yeah. I was riding and stuff. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll keep you posted. Um, you're supposed to do it <clears throat> for about a week or two um, during like certain, it's like two days on, one day off. Okay. And then um, it's supposed to re- like stop sweating or reduce it drastically for up to like three months. Wow. So I'm trying to do it before summer so that I can like maybe not be so sweaty on yeah. my face. I'm just going to accept my sweatiness. I just feel like when you sweat on your face, people like ask you if you're okay. They're like, <gasps> are you okay? No, I'm and not. It, I have a sweat stash. It ruins your makeup. And yeah, like, it does ruin a, your makeup. It's a drag. So. And then with the masks on top of everything too, it adds to the sweat combination. Well, I... If they say I don't need a mask in a store, I'm not wearing me a mask too. in a store. Yes. I'm like, goodbye. See ya. I figure if the CDC told me to wear a mask and then they told me that I don't have to wear it, I'm going to listen. I listened the first time. Why wouldn't I listen now? I just want nice makeup. <laughs> Selfishly. Although I did just buy this lip stain. And so. I like it. Uh, I bought it so that it wouldn't rub off on my masks. Because if I take, when I take my son to school, I still have to wear it. Okay. Let's talk okay. about survival. Okay. All people right. are like, shut the fuck up, yeah. guys. They just fast forwarded through all of that. <clears throat> Nobody cares. Some people like the banter. Sure. Um, who wants, I don't care who goes first. You want me to go? Okay. Mine is a little short today. Okay. But. I'll stretch it out with all my funny and hilarious mm. jokes. <laughs> Great. So this story originated when we were in the Outer Banks. Okay. And I, we Is it were your personal survival story of the Outer Banks. No, okay, but that would be hilarious if it was. Um, so we were, we took the jeep on the beach, which you can do in the Outer Banks, oh, and shit. see wild horses. So you okay. could literally ride on the beach in the water, like you can do a little water action, like a little bit in the water, and then on the beach. So we stopped at one point to like get out and like put our feet in the water, or whatever. And I was like looking at seashells as mo- as whatever, like. Yeah. We've done as kids. What? She sells seashells and Todd made by it, the seashore. He can't, he can't buy a seashore. <laughs> well, I was bending. There were no really good seashells, but there was like one little like piece. I was like, oh, this one's cute. And Todd's like, careful touching seashells. They can be poisonous. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. And what? he's like, yeah, you should. If you're, if you're a shell collector, you should wear gloves. Did you know this, Kenny? I had no idea. Yeah, you, can, you should wear gloves. And here's the survival story. I, I love how dramatic your eyes got. Of the killer 
cone snail shell. Okay, I'm ready. Because I didn't believe Todd. Yo, He's like, I yeah, there there are seashells that can kill you. Yeah, I would have thought Is she too just... loud snoring? It's not too bad. If you hear a little snore, it's, it's, it's Callie in the background. It's Callie yeah. sleeping. She's fine. I'm so tired. <gasps> she just got out of bed, too. So. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, what okay. a life. What a life. So he sent me this article, and I read Your it. Husband? and I was Yeah, and okay. I was like, holy shit. This is a real thing. And I feel like it's my duty as a human being to and, let other people and know. And co-host of the Survival Podcast. And a co-host of the Survival Podcast that people should know about this. So it's a short and sweet little ditty. I'm ready. But there's a lot of knowledge packed in here. Mm-hmm. And if I can read my psychopath handwriting, I'm going to mm. get it all out for you. These so are all my notes. Well, Jenny, you're good on the fly. I get sweaty and I'm like. <laughs> I did write down people's names this time. because I'm got- also out of deodorant. So I'm not wearing any. Oh my god! I was gonna say. I'm was just kidding. No, if you wear. I deodorant- wore Todds yesterday, but did, did you know that um, deodorant lasts for a long time because it like gets soaked into your pores? Oh, good. So, so maybe it's you're fine. You know. My sh- favorite deodorant as a teenager. I like most- Secret. No, my favorite deodorant as a teenager because I thought it was hilarious was Mitchum because on the package it said you could even skip a day, and oh. I was like, what the fuck? You're so like, all right. I bought it just for that tagline. Um, I need to do that today. I need to go buy deodorant. May I suggest Mitchum? You can skip a day. <laughs> <laughs> no. I tried the natural path. It doesn't work for me. So, Gross. okay. So, this is about nine months ago. We're in Australia. Shout out. Oh, my God. Yes, Australia. Because Australia has really been showing up in the, like, in, the, our, in stats, our viewer stats lately. You guys are into us, and we like it. And you have a lot of things that happen in Australia. You guys like are fucking crazy down Animals there. and deadly things. Yeah. I feel like the terrain alone is just... It's crazy. Great for surviving. So, Jono, who's... I'm sure, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, well, but... if you are, I love it. Jono. Yeah. He's a teenager. He's 19. I feel like I want to name a pet that. I know. That'd be a really good... Like a little Bex, I'm cat? also obsessed with the name Bex. Bex Cherry. If I ever have a ch- child, oh which God, I won't, yes. but well, Bex Cherry. Adoption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. Jono. He's 19. He lives in Queensland, Australia. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's in like the north eastern part. Don't I like know. that you're asking me. <laughs> you're the world traveler. I've not been to Australia. I could have looked that up, but I didn't. But so I would like to. This was like last summer, spring, and he's an avid shell collector. Nineteen okay. years old. I mean, wow. he's into it. Okay. So um, he is. Him and his friend are out shell collecting, and they're videotaping it naturally, as everybody does these days, and puts yeah. it on TikTok. It, you know, what is the, what do the kids say? If it's not on video, tape. it didn't happen. Some shit like that. I'm sure they use the word tape as well. Like I just used. That didn't sound very like fluid. <laughs> Kids no. these days, what if are they saying? If it's not on video, you know, it uh, <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> you know how the kids talk. Real weird. I don't think they say that. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. Yeah. Um, him and his friend are collecting shells, and mm-hmm. they come across. He comes across this beautiful, like brown and white, like cone shell. So that's where, like, mm-hmm. the bottom is tapered, and then it, you know, they can. It was gorgeous. And he was like, this is, he, and I quote, he said, oh, let me see if I can find it. Basically, he said that this is like the find of a lifetime. Like he oh, was he's really, ex- and he's got the find of a lifetime. He was really excited about it. So um, he picks it up and holds it in his hand and he's like looking at it and he's thinking about putting it in his like shell satchel. And I'm going to get a, a shell satchel. <laughs> but then he notices there's still a snail inside of it that's oh, alive. Like okay. he can see it. So he's like looking so he just in. just yanks that shit out of there. Well, thank God he didn't. Oh, God. 
Okay. So yeah, he do puts it back <laughs> okay, because he, there was a, a live snail in it. But he was like playing with it and looking at it and showing the, the video and the camera like mm-hmm. what he found. At least he got it on video. Yeah. And it turns out he was holding for a long period of time the fourth most deadly animal on earth. What? Who fucking knew a cone snail shell is the fourth deadliest animal on earth? And I double this is this article is from Newsweek. Okay, and then so I've it's also legit. and I also looked up like a lot of other sources because I'm like, no way. Yes, it's true. I like how you really didn't believe your husband at all. No, I did believe him, but then I was just like, I, how have we never heard of this? Right. And no. who? Whatever. So um, it was. It's a cone snail shell, and there's more than 500 species. Okay. That are poisonous, uh-huh. but there are only three that are like super deadly and lethal. And okay. the one he was holding was one of those three, which is a textile cone snail shell. Okay. Are you going to tell me how they kill you? Because yeah, I'm confused. I'm going I'm to get into that. Like the snails have teeth and they just like lash. Yes. Out. Yes. Oh. Kind of. Okay. That's not so what I was thinking. So the three deadly, their names are the textile cone snail shell. Mm-hmm. Did you know you're going to get a biology lesson today i didn't and then a tulip cone snail shell and then a geographic cone which the geographic is the like deadliest of deadly uh-huh. but he had the textile which is still super deadly anyway so he as time goes on he is researching this mystery shell that he has on video and he comes to find out that it's one of the fourth most deadliest things in the world and um he it, it can take up to if, if the snail would have came out and bit him which I'll tell you how they do that he would have nine minutes to live and there's no um that reminds me of that Madonna song with Justin Timberlake four minutes to is that wait what's it called isn't it four minutes to save the world or something some like, shit that. like that we only got four minutes to save the world we only got nine minutes to get away from the snail <laughs> See what you did there? I love that. That was terrible. Go ahead. Um, so it can kill you in less than nine minutes. Great. And it carries up to a hundred individual toxins. And how it kills you and its prey. Isn't it little? It's so it can be from one inch one all the way inch. to nine inches. So they can get big. But this one that he was holding was like like two inches. So it was like a little, you know, little guy. Um, so what it is is they're um they have this like, I'm gonna try to explain it in terms that people would understand and know but it has this like little like horn thing that comes out and it has a hook on the end of it and it just dangles it in the ocean to catch its prey oh god and that's where the venom is and like a fish like a little fish is swimming by and it catches the cheek of the fish it's like fishing and it's stunt yeah it's like fishing but it's clear you can't it's it's hard to see it's like a cute little fisherman it's like a little fisherman but not so cute this thing if you watch if you look this up and watch it eat something so Mm -hmm. it has its little hook out it's like, hey, I'm cute, whatever. And the fish goes by and it hooks the fish, stuns it. Yeah. And then the snail slowly creeps over yeah, to it. Yeah, snails are fucking slow. And it eats it like a snake. Huh? It, I saw it eat like a six inch fish. The snail was like one inch and it ate like the whole fucking fish. And then it can't get back in its shell? It, it devours so it. Cute. And then it, then it like wiggles back in its shell. It's crazy, you guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> so... When he was holding it, it could have like come out of its shell and stung him. Mm-hmm. But the little like hook thing is is very it's clear and it's hard to see, Tricky. and it feels like a bee sting. So it's not like it's painful, but it's not like super painful. Like you wouldn't really know what. How does it kill a human? 
I don't know, but it's so venomous. So a lot of people, so 33 people have died from these types of cone snails and, um, over like the past, however long they started keeping track. And, um, what typically happens is, uh, divers, even though they're wearing gloves and stuff, they'll, they'll see because they're really pretty. They'll see them at the bottom of the ocean and like pick them up and look at them and it'll come out and like sting them or someone will step on one mm. or like people that collect shells will see them and pick them up and, and then it will sting them as well. So that's typically how, like it doesn't like the taste of humans. It's just, it's protecting itself. Right. So, um, the venom within the little hook thing is so venomous. It can kill up to 700 people. So if you take the little, if you took the venom out of it and put it in a vial, you could spread that out up to 700 people to kill them. That's how you know lethal it is. Do? Let's get 700 people, line them up on the beach in Australia, and I'm going to walk down with that little little guy. I bet you on Forensic Files, they wouldn't know what did it. What? It's probably detected. Oh, my God. So if you ever get bit by one, it's going to feel like a bee sting. Uh-huh. You're not going to know what happened. Mm-hmm. And within a couple minutes, you will start feeling like tingling. It usually happens in your hands or your feet because you're stepping on them or picking them up. You'll feel a, t- a tingling sensation and then there'll be like your limbs will become paralyzed and then you're going to go into cardiac arrest Ooh. and then you're going to go into a coma and you're going to die. Mm. All within nine minutes? All within nine minutes. Damn. According Damn to Newsweek. Um, also, there's no um, anti-venom. So even if you get to a hospital... Well, they have techniques that they use. If you get there soon enough, like within like, I don't know, two to five minutes, which is impossible. Um, they do like, you can tie like a rubber, like a, what, what's it called? Like a tourniquet? a tourniquet. Thank you. You can do like the tourniquet method where you like cut off the blood, like try oh, to cut yeah. off the blood supply. Yeah. Or they also will um, submerge you in really hot water. And that tends to like slow down the poison, but there's really nothing they can do. So you're pretty fucked. Maybe. Yeah. So we'll post pictures of what this looks like. The good thing about these snails. There's a good thing. Since 2004, they've been researching them Mm -hmm. and the pharmaceutical industry. And they're trying to figure out a way to use the venom for, to replace morphine. And the venom itself acts like morphine, but it's 10,000 times the strength of morphine. So they're trying to figure out how to like reduce that. that. (laughs) Isn't that crazy that something in nature. And why does it need that much power? Like usually like you're killing a fish or a worm. That's what they eat. Fish or worms or other snails. Maybe because they're protecting themselves. Maybe they're really delicious. Maybe. Or they do kill other cone snails. So they need that strong venom to kill their own. I don't don't know. know. Well, they're trying to figure out how to take this venom and use it and replace a morphine because it's not addictive. Oh, okay. So That's there good. is good that can be done from it. Okay. They just haven't quite figured out. Have you ever had morphine, either of you? I have. No. When I blew my knee out, they oh. gave me morphine, and it was, I was, woo. I don't. But I haven't taken it, like, I haven't been, like, on it. Right. I don't. I don't think I have, but I have no clue. If you've had like a major surgery, I bet you've had morphine. I have my nose done. You probably had morphine for that, right? About like wisdom teeth. Do I get morphine for that? I don't think so. Did they put you out or did they put you in a twilight? I'm also a doctor in case you (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know. I just can't remember anything. Oh, you might have got morphine. Because I know when I got mine, they did like a twilight. Did you remember? And I was trying to sell them like advertising during it. Smart. Smart. 
naturally. <laughs> so right. he, it sounds like Kenny was knocked out. Um, so here are some symptoms also if you get bit by one of these and you just don't know it. Um, weakness, get ready to die, A. Eh? Just give up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, Basically, unless you're next to a hospital. Sweating. So Jenny, you're not going to know, know because you're gonna not going to sweat anymore from your electric face mask. My electric Your Hannibal Lecter mask. My Hannibal electric electrocution um, mask. Muscle paralysis, respiratory failure. I already went through some of these. Um, weakness. So just pay attention. Like if you're in, oh, places where they're most common. Are you ready for this? Yes. Not the Outer Banks, which okay. is great. Phew. So I didn't touch one. Um, Australia. Okay. Indian Ocean, the Red Sea, the Caribbean. Hawaii has had a lot of cases of them mm-hmm. being found. Um, the Pacific Ocean, so I'm guessing like Southern California-ish. Okay. So those are just a few of the places where you can find the deadly cone snail shell. Yikes. Dun, dun, dun. But it's the it's the actual snail yes. inside. So, so when, if you find a shell with nothing in it, it's Still good. don't touch it. Oh. Okay. I mean, if you're an avid shell collector, I also learned this, you typically wear gloves. It can still penetrate the gloves, but it's less likely. But yeah, so it's the snail that bites you that's venomous. Not I thought it was the shell whenever he first told me that they're poisonous. And right. I, that's why I was like, shut that fire up. No way. It's the actual snail that comes, you know, the little hook thing comes out and bites you. So okay. it's not the shell that's poisonous. It's okay. the actual. I didn't um, know snails had mouths. I mean, I know that's really dumb. I'm really going to eat. I'm really going to encourage everyone to watch a video of a snail eating a fish because okay. it's pretty impressive. I was watching it last night. I like it. Um, I think I said that. I did say that. Yeah. So uh, this summer, yeah, watch where you're stepping. And if you're a <laughs> seashell collector, wear gloves. Stay away from the cone shells, and, and we'll post pictures. Gloves. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. That's my survival story. Wow. Who knew? I had no idea. I did not know. I thought shell collecting was a really uh, low-risk hobby. One more thing. Um, our our little, our boy in this, uh, Jono. Yeah. He posted this on TikTok like eight months later as like a warning to people. And he was saying it's had millions of views and people are commenting being like, I didn't know that. Like I live in Hawaii. I, sh- you know, thank you for t- like putting yeah. this out as a PSA. Yeah. And he was saying like this should be, I guess in Australia, maybe some schools have like oceanic classes uh-huh. oceanic classes and he was saying like this should be taught in like normal classes so he's putting out a warning he was super freaked out by it after the fact because he could have yeah. died so i feel like people i just when i think of snails i don't think danger no Do you, know you think mean? pretty shells but again if it's empty i just you think can touch slow it. ass i'm just like you slow as fuck yeah i'm not scared of you right but i should be you should be if they have a cone yeah okay follow that up uh-huh. I will. Okay. Now, these people, both the people in this story have real fucking hard to say last names. Oh, so great. I'm going to try and only say them once, mm-hmm. and we'll use first names from then on. I love that tactic. Okay. So, this is a uh, another favorite of mine from the uh, season two of <laughs> Surviving Evil with Charisma Carpenter. Don't rent it or watch it. Because I'll, then you won't want to listen to this podcast anymore. And uh, it costs fourteen ninety nine to buy a season. I love so that you're investing in this podcast. I invested that for you, so you just listen to me tell it. And you you're much more fun. You so. don't need to. You don't need to hear them <laughs> <No>. say it. <laughs> okay, that was a real weird sound. Okay, so this is a story of Patricia 
Winskunas. Great. Winskunas. Rolls off the tongue. Winskunas. Winskunas? Is anyway. this Canada? No, no, oh. no, no. Uh, so Patricia grew up in a small town in Illinois. Okay. And, um, you know, had a pretty normal childhood. Uh, ended up... Uh, oh, oh, Kenny! Sorry, looking at was looking at Snapchat. Stop Kenny, a, a certain, are we not fun? A certain Xbox employee, I always like looking at his Snapchat, what he's doing. Listen, oh. I'm telling a story here about Patricia. <laughs> you can watch her Snapchat later. Is Snapchat still a thing? Uh, it's not as popular, but some people use it a lot. Oh. Like you. Yeah, I like I like to stalk people on Snapchat. <laughs> oh my god, I just stalker. use it for the filters. I well, pull. It's like the same with Instagram. I don't post. I just like looking at people's yeah. things. I took a picture of myself with a filter that made me look like a fucking Kardashian. Hold on. Also, Snapchat's like the way kids communicate now. Really? Yeah. You look freaky, Jenny. You're much pretty in real life. <laughs> look at how big my lips are. Look at your lashes. <laughs> And my eyes are not that color. Oh, wow. <laughs> what if I look Kenny, like Kenny, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, like, that's the only way I talk to my little brother, Snapchat. Really? Oh, yeah. That's cute. How okay. about just a text? Okay. How about Patricia? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Get Ill- back to business. Okay. Uh, Patricia grew up in Illinois in a small town. Uh, she ended up, I don't, she never said she was married to this guy. She was dating a guy. Anyway, she had a son. Uh, named Nathaniel, and unfortunately, the guy she was with, whether married or not, was terribly abusive. So it was physical, situation. mental, uh, emotional, and sexual. Well, he abuse. crossed off all those boxes. Mm, just he's check, like, check, check. He's like, I'm not just going to do emotional. I'm going to really cover all the bases for my abuse. Right. Great. And what the the breaking point for Patricia was, she found out that he was hitting her son with a stir stick from. Um, painting you know the oh. wooden stir sticks that you stir paint with yeah he was using that to beat her son oh, and she's asshole. and she at that point i guess for her and i you know it's one of those things where it's like when it's happening to you you're like this is terrible but it's my problem but as soon as it happens to your kid mama bear comes out and you're like fuck you yeah like she so, could handle it but once it was so she said she just needed to get out of there uh, so she packed up all of her stuff and her kid, and they moved to Irvine, California. Oh. She said she wanted a fresh new start, and I was like, I mean, good on you. California yeah. is a good place to go. It's very nice there. Yeah. I like it. Purdy. Um, so she moves to California, and part of her um, abuse, and I don't know if it was something that her ex had said to her or if it was something from childhood or what, but she had a pretty bad relationship with food. So she was very much uh, on a wide spectrum of eating disorders. Okay. So uh, as she said, she would um, eat, or no, she would not eat for days. Then she would binge for days. Then she would purge for days. And it was just like this cycle that was never ending. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. So she went to go see her doctor, and her doctor basically told her, if you don't stop doing this, you will not live to see 40. Wow. You will not live to see so your... So she was pretty your, yeah. In, intent. Yeah. You will not live to see your kid grow up. You will not live to see your grandkids. You need to get help. So he suggested that she see someone about fitness and nutrition that knows what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, okay. Because she that really... She said her problem was every time she looked in the mirror... All she saw was like a 500 pound woman. Isn't that so 
like that's how a lot of people are. I, mean, I know I do it's, that to myself it's so regularly. interesting though though because someone sees you and they're like you look great but then when you look in the mirror you don't you don't see it I wonder in our brains what's I mean I know there's science behind that yeah but, I don't know what it is and I, a lot of people go through this this yeah. is a very it's an important thing because I think I mean me and you obviously talk about like what we're eating and food mm-hmm. and diet we're and all stuff. as a society obsessed with it yeah and I like I said a couple of weeks ago my goal in life is just to be happy mm-hmm. with who I am what I'm doing and stop worrying so much about like the scale and all that stuff. Right. So anyway, this this story did speak to me a little bit um, because she went to get the help that she needed. So she went, she ended up going to a gym and they had, um, she talked to the manager there about what her issues were. And she was just like, you know, I have this problem with food and eating and like it's been, it's like been ruling my life for years and I really need to get back on track. And he said, you know what? I have a, a personal trainer here who's actually a registered nurse. Oh, great. And so we'll know about um, the nutrition side and we'll also be able to help you work out um, in a healthy way that's not, you know, because a lot of times, especially with, um, I forget, there's a name for it, but like working out all the time is can also be part of the eating disorder. I met a girl in college and I don't remember her name and we weren't like friends, but she was telling a story I remember her telling her story where she had like obsessive exercise something and yeah. she would literally work out for eight hours a day. Oh my God. Oh my God. I and then out. she'd binge eat. Yeah. Like it was a cycle yes. and, and she's yeah. really struggled with that. And I just, I heard her story and I was just like, oh my God, like not only does that take up your mind, but it takes up your, your time and you're just, yeah. I, I, I don't know. And I is. couldn't imagine being on a treadmill for eight hours. Oh. It's, I mean, it's almost, I think it is kind of like an OCD thing yeah like you kind of get it in your brain you can't get it out you Mm -hmm. just have to do it so um so she goes to a gym gym. which is interesting because I wouldn't think that that'd be my first stop I would go to see yeah but they had a nutritionist there so it was a good fit yeah so so she was like okay perfect so she met with his trainer twice a week his name again (sighs) such terrible last names uh Jeffrey Calavos okay okay I just wrote it down phonetically because they never put his name on the screen. So I was just like, what was that again? <laughs> Jeffrey. Okay. Huh. So Jeffrey and Patricia. So Jeffrey is training her. And um, like I said, he's an RN and does training as well. So he's been, um, he basically just tells her everything that she needs to do to stay on track. So he's telling her, you know, giving her her workouts when she comes in. Um, he's telling her what vitamins she should be taking. He's telling her what food. And to her, it seems like he cares but when you're looking from the outside, because once we get into the, like the meat of the story, um, where things go downhill, it was very much a manipulation tactic. Oh gosh! And she said it was really hard because I didn't see it, but he saw me coming a mile away. Like she said, I walked in and he saw the word "victim" written on my forehead. So this Jeffrey guy is a piece of shit. You can just get ready for that now. Mm. Um. <clears throat> so my favorite quote was, um he would when they were working out he would tell her um I'm the one with the name tag in the shirt so you have to listen to me oh and then this was I'm his sorry I'm the one with the wallet and I'm paying you well and then this was what he compared it to which I was like so come again now he said airline pilots have a name tag and so you let them fly the plane I'm the one with the name tag here so you have to do what I tell you to do and I was like okay a, I don't know any pilots that have a name tag on it's not like and they're flying the plane because they're the pilot, not because they have a name tag yeah. on, dummy. It's, I was like, I don't, you know what? The people at McDonald's have a name tag on. Do I have to do everything they tell me? Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? <laughs> Funny story, though, about that. 
Uh, when I was a little kid, my parents used to take us to Bob Evans when we'd go out to eat because mm-hmm. it was like obviously cheap. If you guys don't know Bob Evans, it's like. Are they not everywhere? No. no. Oh. Uh-uh. But it originated in Ohio. Bob so. Evans isn't everywhere? No. Down on the farm? That's wild. Uh-uh. They're based I, in like Columbus or Cincinnati, they're, they're right? They're down like in on southern the Ohio. Okay. Um, but no, they're not everywhere. So if you don't know what it is, it basically I love a good Bob looks Evans like breakfast. a farm. They serve breakfast as like their main staple. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very like down home country cooking. It's like Cracker Barrel, but better. Yeah. It's like a higher end Cracker Barrel. Yeah. And so it's just, it's like an adorable place. Anyway, when I was a kid, we used to go there a lot and we always got this waitress. Her name was Jenny. And I thought it was so cool. And so when she got a new name tag at work, she gave me her Bob Evans name tag. She's working that tip. And I'm working like that it. tip, working that tip. So I took that home and I would pretend I worked at Bob Evans for, That's for like cute. years. <laughs> That's really cute. Serving all kinds of grits and home oh, yeah. fries. Ohio has the most Bob Evans by a mile. Yeah. 275 the next closest is indiana with 71 mm-hmm. see i just assume they're everywhere because they I are did too. everywhere I, in ohio they are everywhere in ohio but they are not get everywhere. ready there's probably one coming i'm pretty to a sure town like my you. brother lives in atlanta and i don't think they have them down there uh georgia none in georgia yeah my huh. brother sometimes when he comes home he wants to go to bob evans i did that makes it a little more of like a gem here right because i always thought of it as like a chain like i'm not really gonna go there i'm gonna no. treasure bob evans a little you should more. you should all treasure but and if you come to ohio or the midwest uh where we that's generally where they are get your ass to a bob evans they're good bob evans a sheets you know yes i Although can't I have get to say, on the sheets train i know you guys are on it have I, you eaten there i've had their breakfast sandwich it is good but everything else there just looks weird to me no i'm gonna take i'm a gr- we're, we're i'm a sliders. gas station snob we're gonna get sliders i don't want no i'm bringing you sliders and i'm not gonna tell them where, i'm not the gonna tell you where they onions from. and the mac and cheese bites on the sliders <gasps> guys it's from a gas station what is wrong no, no, with no. you it's from sheets it's different. it's different. Okay, so uh, this guy's wearing a name tag, so she has to do what he says, which I was like, bullshit. Okay. But again, she's coming from a very vulnerable place. She had just moved there. She was dealing yeah. with this eating disorder. And she he's was like, here to, f- to help her. And- right, right. But it was a, like from the outside looking in, you could tell like she was just being, he was being very controlling of her. Mm. Um, did anyone else, sorry, I keep interrupting. Did anyone else at the gym like notice the dynamic or? Okay. No, no. Um, so a lot of times when we have a train, I had a trainer for a while and, uh, it's, it's you're just having like private conversations. It's so one-on-one, yeah. no one else would, yeah. Yeah. Nobody's listening to your yeah. stupid conversations. Um, and they're usually like counting a lot. <laughs> True. One, two, three. But if you're me, you start working out at home. I made Declan count for me, my five-year-old. There you go. Put him We're to work. We're practicing counting. It'll help with his and counting And I'm working skills. out. <laughs> right. I'm sore today, so it's that It's a two it for one. Oh, okay. So, um... What happens next is he says to her, you're working out too much at home because she has a treadmill at home. Mm -hmm. So she's doing the thing where she's like over-exercising and he's like, you got to stop that. But it's not just because of that. He also just wants to be in control of her life. What she puts in her body, what she does with her body, he wants to be in control of it. So he's like, you need to get rid of the treadmill. You need to sell it. I can help you sell it. I can come see like what it looks like, what kind of condition it's in. And she was just like, oh, okay, I guess. So then it cuts to her in the reenactment. Um, she's at her house. So she lives in an apartment and it's two stories and there's like a loft. So the second story isn't like fully closed off. It's like a loft okay. and that's where her son's bedroom is. Like he lives, he's like in the loft. He's, I think a young teenager. Okay. So when they cut to this segment of her being like in her house on the phone with someone, 
there's a thing on the screen that says that her, her son, Nathaniel, who, like I said, I think is like a young teenager of some sort, is at an arcade with his friends. So he's not at the house. Well, Jeffrey comes to her house, doesn't knock, just walks in the front door. But lock your door. Not well, that I'm yeah. blaming her, but, <laughs> but I'm just no, saying. but lock your door. But no, he just walks in the front door. So it just shows you what he already thinks he's so in charge that he doesn't even have to knock. Or, right. Or like I do that to you, but we're friends. We're friends, and I'm and you know I'm coming. You. <laughs> I'm bringing coffee and sometimes wine. Yeah, like it's, it's morning, you guys. Um, yeah, it was. It's just so bizarre. Like I would. Here's the thing. Also, he's never been to her house. What if he got the address wrong? Like, don't you ever have that slight bit of anxiety when you yes. go somewhere for the first time? You're like, you ring the doorbell? Because there have been times I've gone to the wrong house. Like yes. a fucking moron. It's weird. Anyway, so he walks in her house and she's on the phone with someone. She's like, oh, okay, I got to call you back. And she hangs up. And then, um, you know, she's a little confused, but she's also just kind of like, okay, Jeffrey's here. And she assumes to look at the treadmill. Yeah. Well, he comes in and he has some sort of like... Um, pills and a new uh like fitness drink and he's like okay so you have to try this because this pill mixed with this like fitness drink Mm-mm. you're gonna lose eight pounds in the next week Mm-mm. and to a person with an eating disorder if the promise of losing eight pounds in one week is on the table because she at first was like I'm not taking that. But, but in the back also of her just, head, she's like, but I do want to lose eight pounds. Right. But then he also just told her to get off her, to quit using the treadmill. So she's probably losing, like, it just doesn't. Yeah. But she's also going through a lot. So I get how. She's just like, she said, I was she's skeptical, for but, I, but she was like, but I wanted to lose the eight pounds because of the eating disorder. It was just like, yes. Mm-hmm. So he, he mixes the drink. It's like, Aww. it looked, she said it was like a chocolate drink. But she said it was foamy at the top, and the foam had blue tint to it. Oh, you're, I don't think your foam should be blue. No, I unless don't, you put I food don't think coloring you in that shit. Drink from a stranger. But well, he's not a stranger though. Well, that's that's true. the thing that's so annoying. It's, uh, it's like he gained her trust, and then he totally. He's about to totally rip that away. And so. she's moved to a new area and doesn't know anyone probably. Right. So she's like, oh, maybe we can be friends, or she's looking right. for like friendship. Yeah, I keep having floaters in my eyes, you guys. Like. Little things float by. I wonder by. if it's the lighting. No, it's been happening like lots of different oh. places. Like I th- think something's been knocked loose. Anyway. Um, Could it be the electric My face brain mask. is just. Oh, maybe it was. That's when it started. Yeah, <laughs> like, shit. Okay. So um, she she's like, okay. So she takes a sip of the drink and it's not that good. And then she takes another sip to take the medicine that he gave her that is like part of the regimen. And he is like basically almost force feeding it to her no like she has her lips on it and he's like no tilting the glass up so she has to drink more of it i don't like that at all she stops and then all of a sudden she feels woozy oh god he bill cosby her i think he did i think he did is that what we're calling it now i that's what i'm calling it so yeah great he bill cosby her so she is so tired and so he takes her upstairs to her son's bedroom in the loft lays her on the bed and then she says she doesn't remember the next half hour it's like that half hour just disappeared but she wakes up she is undressed he is in his underwear um she feel she said it felt like I was under anesthesia like just everything was so heavy and I could barely move and like I didn't know what happened and why we were like not wearing enough clothes like it wasn't good by any means but um 
all she could think was she was so thirsty. Mm-hmm. So she like stumbles down the stairs to the first floor and just starts like chugging water. And he comes down and he's like, okay, like obviously that didn't agree with you. Like you should go lay down. I will draw you a bath and then you can get in there and I'll leave it and I'll come check on you later. And she's like, okay. Like all drugged out. Yeah. So she goes back upstairs. She lays down. She hears the bathwater turn on. But as she's laying there and she's like, I can't even keep my eyes open. She's so tired. She just hears the bathwater and it's not, you know how you can tell when the bathwater is filling versus mm-hmm. when it's just going down the drain? Mm-hmm. She's like, it wasn't filling. It was just running. Like the water was just running down the drain. And she's like, so I didn't understand what was happening and my brain wasn't like functioning enough to figure yeah. it out. She said, all of a sudden he was there. He was on top of me. And he had a piece of saran wrap in his hands and he put it over her face. Oh my God. As tight as he could. She couldn't breathe. And he was like, quit moving. I'm going to kill you. And then I'm going to kill your son. Oh my God. Like a psycho. He for just, like no reason. Just turned into a psychopath. Yeah. Just all of a sudden psycho. And how many times has he done this before? Exactly. So she is like, obviously oh, weak terrifying. from like being drugged or whatever. And then she's like kicking and screaming. But as soon as he says, I'm going to kill your son. Mama Bear comes out, because that's what Mama Bear does, and she gets him off, um, and she he's blocking the staircase. So she climbs over the loft of the second floor of her house. Damn. And that looks over the kitchen. Yeah. She dangles there, and she drops 12 feet. Oh, my God. And she said, it hurt so bad. Yeah. But she said, all I could think about was that my son was at the arcade. He was going to come home and this guy was going to kill my son. But why? For what? Like, pe- nobody knows. So she runs out of the house with like barely any clothes on mm-hmm. half, like baked. Out basically <laughs> she's knocking on all her neighbor's doors, just like pounding on him, trying to get someone to open. Finally, a woman opens the door. She rushes inside, slams the door and locks it, says, call 911. He's going to kill my son. So the woman calls 911. She, she, you know, reports this. By the time the police get there, of course, he's gone. Jeffrey mm-hmm. has left. But the police had also gone to the arcade and picked up her son, Good. Nathaniel, okay. and had driven him back. So now mom and son were back together. He was safe. And she said, that's all I cared about. She's like, I didn't even care if he was going to kill me. But as soon as he said he was going to kill my son, I was like, Mm-mm. This lady's been through so much. Yeah. So, um... Then, creepy, 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 Jeffrey, once he's left, calls her house or her cell phone, I don't know which, I forget what year this was, but she, he calls and leaves two voicemails, and they are the creepiest bullshit I've ever heard. It's like he's on the phone crying, like, yeah, I'm he, so sorry, I don't know why I did it. Da, da, oh da, da. my God. And like, he's like, Patricia, I'm so sorry. Like, he's like using her name, he's crying or pretending to cry. Then a couple minutes later, he calls back and leaves another message and he's not crying as much, but he's like still apologetic. Like she's just going to be like, oh, it's cool. It's we're good. Just don't ever do that again. <laughs> Stay away from that saran wrap. Don't ever put plastic wrap on my face again. And then we're good. And the police went and looked in her house and they did find next to the bed a big piece of saran wrap that had been used to try and suffocate her. Wow. So anyway, so they they ended up arresting him. And they went to trial, and this part is what makes me very mad. So the um, he got charged with felonious assault, I believe. Attempted murder, I think. I don't know. Yeah, should be. And um, 
the judge then got to pass the actual like sentence and mm. this is where i was like what the fuck because here we she go she said he's very well groomed he's very well spoken he shows up on time to court mm. he has a wife mm. a child and one on the way <gasps> so I'm just going to give him five years mandatory anger management classes. Stop it. And um, five years of probation. And he needs, and he's going to spend 120 days in jail. Oh my God. That's it. Yes. He put saran wrap on her face and tried to murder her her and raped her. Well, we don't know that because actually when she got examined by the like, and she doesn't know, she doesn't know she was out. So it doesn't her, um, exam didn't show that she had been violently raped yeah well but that doesn't mean she wasn't he was also in his underwear and so and so and so was she anyway he violated her he violated her no matter what yeah and at the end she's like i just want to know two things why why would you do this why would you want to kill me and my son why and then the other thing she wants to know is did you sexually violate me when i was unconscious she said those are the only two things i want to know and i will never know and it's like, and, and it, he's out. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I hope she moved. What is wrong with this court system? And what I is wrong understand. with this guy? Like what the fuck? But I mean, hopefully he lost his job at the gym, and hopefully and he wife. can't. And hopefully he can't be a nurse anymore. I don't know. Um, but the good thing is, Patricia then started her own um, like organization, and it's called Crime Survivors. So I'm going to be looking at that website just to see like what it's about since yeah. obviously survival is kind of the name of the show. So if you're interested, you can go check out Crime Survivors online and see what Patricia is up wow, to. Wow, what? But a, it's for, you know, survivors of crimes. She's been through so much. Yeah. So she is now living a great life. She is, Her son grew up and he actually has two daughters. So she's Aww. a grandmother to two little girls and she said they are the love of her life. So Aww. she's... She's doing really well and thriving, and um, she didn't let this ruin her. So, wow, that is my story of Patricia Wenskunas. Wenskunas, great, great story. <laughs> what a psychopath! Oh my god, I know. And again, that was not his first time. I guarantee it. Oh, of course not. That's to have that crazy. calculated. <clears throat> okay, Kenny, right? lighten us up. Okay, this after 112 episodes one of the weirdest weird news is oh like i was usually i don't tell kim when i see him i'm like kim you have to see this happen <laughs> um a blank theme bar opens in fort worth texas to mixed reviews it's based i'll give you an, a, a hint on okay. the theme it's a historical event a civil war themed bar okay that seems too not seems, weird okay. enough. It's in Texas? In Texas. Doesn't help much, but... Um, historical theme. Mm-hmm. Has a historical theme. And it just opened. <laughs> That's what the headline says. And then in the actual article, the owner says, I don't know, it opened sometime between 2012 and 2014. I don't know how he doesn't know. Whatever. Uh, Oregon Trail? 9-11 themed bar. No. Ew. It's called Bar 9-11. Is it like a tribute to those that were law? I'm hoping like that's the way, the direction he's going in. Yeah. Here's the, f- the sign on the window when you walk in. 
bar 911. It's spelled B-A-R and then the number nine and then spelled out 11. So it looks very trendy. But um, mm. bar 911, more than a name, more than a date, a state of mind. Never forget ever. There's just pictures of the buildings burning in there, and who wants to go in and who have wants a to go drink there? Beer there with the facts about 9/11 in there, like what happened at what time. It's odd. It's very weird. Is he donating any of the proceeds back to the victims of 9/11? Nope. He just said, oh. "I don't even know if the, this study." So he's just a dickwad. Oh, he said he saw <laughs> he saw a study one September. That 80% of Americans didn't know the anniversary of the event was approaching. I was like, that can't be true. So he's like, I'm going to open a bar. I feel like that's not true. That's not true. That's not true at all. I can think maybe like 20%, 80%. I think that's even high. It's 9-11. You hear 9-11, you think of, like, I was seven And you still, yeah. I still remember it very vividly. I mean... Even when I look at the clock and it's nine eleven, I'm like, yeah, Ugh. I see, I like yeah. that, anymore. or like any type, anything that's nine eleven. When I'm we're like, like playing sports and we say like nine eleven, like people say like never forget, like it's not, yeah, I don't that's, know, that study's a little off. Interesting. Um, I'll never be going to that bar. Yeah, it's it's yeah. weird. I guess if he was maybe like I said, donating like fifty percent of the like proceeds, or if like he had like family that was there and he was like it was a tribute to like his uncle that died and but the... even having like the pictures of the burning bill like that's weird who yeah. wants to socialize I... in that type no of... i feel like if anything you should have pictures of like the memorial that's there or the buildings as they stood before yeah not them burning i don't want to see them burning no that's etched in my mind forever i don't yeah. need that shit hmm. nope yeah. yeah that is one of the weirdest yeah, I was, as you've done. did a double take when I saw the headline. Hmm. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're in Fort Worth, Texas, and you know, want to Way to lighten it, it up, Kenny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we, we did snails. There were we snails. Did a, we did a um, possible kidnapping. No, not kidnapping, but uh, possible murder. And potential murder. And then and 9-11, 9/11 bar. bars. Cover it all. Yikes, you guys. Um, well, thanks for being here, and uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the old podcast. That's how we get discovered by other people, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.